All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Flying solo tonight here at the Canadian Gun Vault. Uh, just a few moments to reflect on things that have happened in the last, you know, couple of weeks. Uh, I guess first and foremost, SHOT Show. Like, wow, what an incredible event. Uh, you know, for the people that have never been, uh, and for perhaps haven't heard me describe it, uh, I'm going to say it one last time. SHOT Show is a circus. I mean, it is the ultimate playground for gun lovers. If you uh, ever wanted to see, you know, every last possible thing you could see in guns, uh, this is where you'd see it. And it's a fantastic event. It's very, you know, uh, well-organized given the size of the thing. Uh, You know, it's football fields of vendors. Uh, The latest, the greatest, almost experimental. And I love... I love when my phone rings. Okay, boo. Sorry. The, you know, I'm going to have to <clears throat> uh, you talk to you uh, shortly after. Oh, you're still ringing through. Okay. I know. You want to talk to me. I'm excited to talk to you too. Actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure he just got back from a trip. So I'm uh, eager to talk to you, boo. Uh, but it's going to have to wait until after the podcast. <laughs> That's my fault for not turning the ringer off. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that, uh, you know, right now. And uh, if the audience can bear with me while I make some adjustments to my phone to ensure that that does not happen again, because you know, believe it or not, okay. He wants to know if I. He says he says he wants to know if I have a plumber. <laughs> this is this is what this is what you interrupt me for. Like, I'm, you wait till I talk to you, boo. I'm gonna straighten you out. You know, this is podcast time. And as such, it's devoted to our listeners. Actually, Boo, you're probably listening. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get back to you shortly, buddy. Uh, just want to get this done. Uh, SHOT Show was incredible. Uh, it was an amazing event. It was a lot of work for people to think, you know, that we go there to have a great time, you know, uh, to get around, to see all the different vendors, you know, to meet the people. Uh, you know, we would have done more interviews, but we saw that there was enough of that going on. Uh, you know, a lot of people were doing coverage of that. I mean, probably the last thing you want to see. Uh, would be, you know, more interviews, uh, especially if it's the same stuff. I, I did see some people putting up uh, some really great uh, new things that are coming out. And, uh, you know, I saw a Glock with a with a uh, bullet counter on the back that I thought, wow, that's that's interesting, you know, for, for the guys that think that, you know, it's easy to count while you're shooting. I, I can tell you right now that uh, as a former police officer, it, you know, it, it has enough bullets until that slide locks back, and then I got more. Uh, was my philosophy. I never thought to count bullets. And I'm not going to say the product isn't a good one, but um, there were a lot of people that questioned, you know, perhaps its reliability. Uh, It's sitting on top of a slide or at the rear of a slide uh, and and definitely seeing some, uh, you know, serious fast movement. Uh, As long as the thing holds up, I could say, well, you know, it's, it's nice to know how many bullets you got left. You know, and, uh, you know, especially on the back of a clock, I like the idea of police knowing. But at the same time, you know, to have a digital display on the back of your gun, uh, you know, might be a little distracting. I don't know. I think it would have some great training applications and, uh, you know, uh, almost like training wheels for the people that, you know, don't have a general idea of, you know, when they're running out of bullets. Under stressful conditions, I got to give it to the boys. Uh, <clears throat> if you can remember how many bullets you fired, I'm proud of you. Uh, you know, to have to be forced into a position where you defend your life to the tune of potentially taking someone else's, you know, it's very stressful. If you told me one, three, five, I don't know, I was scared out of my mind, uh, would be, you know, the appropriate answer. You know, uh, I really don't know. 
you know, it was definitely more than once. Uh, and he was still coming. So, you know, uh, if you're ever pressed in that position, I would strongly recommend that you not commit to an answer uh, until you feel comfortable. And uh, that's about as much legal advice as I'm going to dole out to the boys and girls in blue that might be listening to us. Uh, mad respect. <clears throat> you know, if people uh, if people ever think that the Canadian gum vault isn't a totally police-friendly place, I can tell you that, you know, the relationship between the police, uh, you know, law enforcement, and the firearm community has been so horribly damaged uh, over the years. You know, for you new guys coming into the law enforcement, you don't know that a terrifically, uh, you know, good-natured, uh, like-minded bunch of people have been terribly impacted in the past uh, simply by being gun owners and, you know, have been uh, victimized to the tune of losing personal property without any justifiable cause. And, and you know, to, and it's a serious thing, you know, to liberate someone of their property as a, as a police officer. Uh, I can tell you that there's paperwork involved and, you know, even if it's illegal to have, you still have to fill out paperwork to indicate um, that it, it may be going back to them and there's a reason for holding on to it. And, and that's the nature of, you know, how important, uh, you know, private property and the rights to that property is uh, for all of Canada, except for gun owners, it seems. And, you know, there have been rulings in the past where judges said, no, you know, you don't get to keep things because you've, you know, misbehaved. Uh, I totally understand the need to forbid certain people from having access to firearms. If somebody demonstrates that they're not responsible enough or don't have the necessary uh, self-control or... I mean, if, if anybody out there does something terrifically offside, you know, that crosses the line into criminal, I definitely think that they should lose their license. And, and I think that it's really important uh, to have regulations. And that's something that, you know, some people get down on me for. But the truth is, is that, you know, uh, in the interest of public safety, I, I do believe there has to be regulations. Some people are of the opinion that, you know, uh, you know, only police should have guns. And other people are of the opinion that, you know, guns are an item that are only as bad or good as the people that use them. And as such, they should be subject to no regulation. And it's like, well, hold it you know so like uh, you know my need to maintain public safety still exists uh you know even though i retired from policing so i don't know that i could get behind that uh you know that idea but i do think that the uh you know the system we have is a good one and it's definitely something that has worked well uh obviously the numbers support that uh it just seems like the only people that seem to be twisting numbers uh to make us look bad uh don't want to share any information with us you know, I understand a number of requests have been made to substantiate these 50% claims and everybody has, you know, turned around and said, well, your own police service has provided the numbers and they do not support what you are claiming. And to have you only shrug your shoulders and say, well, I saw a document and kind of hum and ha, you know, uh, the uh, very suspicious old copper in me says that they're hiding something, you know, and uh, to, to come up with such a bold-faced lie uh, and to maintain it after being caught, you know, would lead me to believe that perhaps there's uh, something more to this. Uh, you know, the tinfoil hat theorists that I've spoken to are of the opinion that perhaps there's something uh, beyond the obvious and that perhaps <clears throat> there is some knowledge of uh, a great number of, you know, uh, firearms being sourced by organized crime that they're just not willing to share with us. And, and you know, that's the nature of policing. There's a lot of things that... Uh, the police keep from the public, or at least they don't make it well known. Uh, you know, there are certainly there's a um, 
Freedom of Information Act that allows you access to most information, you know, the basic information. But if there's something else going on, that might not necessarily be something that could be shared with the public. Uh, you know, and as such, it would be a classified document. And so I wonder if they're, you know, going to make the claim that we have these documents. So I, w I would call them out on that. Uh, you know, beat them to the punch. You know, is there a problem and that you're not telling us and why aren't you telling us should be the questions that come next. And, you know, um, if in fact they're hiding something, you know, I think that that's uh, really important for Canadians to know. Uh, to hear John Tory say again and again in an interview, well, you know what, I, I can only tell you that I saw a document. And like, well, that, that document doesn't exist. You know, you can't produce it. And so you're telling the public, you, you either know something we don't, and you're not sharing it with us, or you're outright lying. It's one or the other. You know, that, that kind of bothered me, <clears throat> you know, hearing that, you know, hearing what sounded like a bold-faced lie, and or they're you know, hiding something uh, you know, equally as important. And they're not telling us for some reason or another. Uh, everything begs the question, well, whoa, you know, what's going on here? Anyway, we uh, move right along to a photography session I, I got involved in. And, you know, I love doing uh, photography at Trigger Wholesale. And people have asked me, you know, why do you do so many photos, you know, um, of products from that are, you know, connected to Trigger Wholesale. And I say, well, we, we sought out the best and wanted to work with them. And they happen to be a client, and that's something I've never hidden. And I love the idea of people knowing that, you know, we can get behind whatever it is that we advertise and we mean what we say. Uh, integrity is important to me, always has been. And I think that, you know, giving people an honest opinion. <clears throat> I've warned everybody in this industry, if it's crap, I won't put it out there. Uh, if I don't like it, I'll, I'll say so. Um, you know, but I can find the good in almost anything. So, uh, you know, I've definitely seen, you know, a big turnaround <clears throat> on uh, Turkish-made products. Uh, you know, I was around when they first started coming here and they didn't seem to be, you know, really uh, of respectful quality and, you know, but all of a sudden things just got so much better and the improvement in materials and, and worksmanship uh, was really showing. And, uh, you know, I asked the question, like, what was it, you know, that changed? And it was just, you know, we made the request, different materials, different finishes. They really do put together a good shotgun now. Uh, we've had some real, you know, surprises <clears throat> in terms of performance. Uh, everything seems to be the same uh, coming out of Turkey. My, my best advice to you is, is give it a chance because it seems like everything requires uh, a, a mild break-in period, you know, with hot shells before you can move on to light ones uh, that will cycle reliably. But after a while, it just eats everything. But you can expect some jams, you know, uh, in the beginning, first three, four boxes, uh, depending on what you're doing. Like that Ranger 20-gauge right out of the gate just was like running like a top. And I was really enjoying it. Uh, fun little gut. That Ranger, you know, in 410, or sorry, rather, uh, 20. <clears throat> we've, uh, you know, we've shot guns, uh, you know, that were of a bullpup configuration and love them. The FD-12 is a perfect example. Uh, once you break that thing in, I mean, it just turns into a clay-eating machine. Uh, it really does turn heads. There aren't many racks that are, you know, of the correct height uh, to stand it up correctly, so please be careful with it. Um, you know, that, that is if you can find a range that will accept that something that looks like uh, you know, the FD-12 belongs on the uh, trap or skate ranges. But when they see it dust like 48 out of 50 birds, they start to ask questions like, what is that? 
like you know and i've seen like 80 year old men pick it up and say like you know like how is this this thing you aim through and i love talking to the older guys because they have like you know strong opinions about what belongs out there some of them and you know uh, a lot of italians uh, and i could say that uh you know there's there's a diverse community, but there there are subgroups, and like there will be. And uh, the Italian guys, they look at things kind of carefully. This one this one older gentleman, he great guy, you know, real sweetheart. You could tell he's just one of the boys that grew up. <clears throat> he says, "Can I see that?" And he says, "How do you see through this thing?" And he's like pointing to the EOTech. And I'm like, "Well, well, look, hold on, I'll turn it on." And then he looks through it. And he sees, you know, the uh, the reticle, uh, the holograph. And says, "Oh, that's cool. Like, but like, you can you can see the bird though for this thing." And he's pointing to the housing, and I'm like, "Yeah, it, it's it's really just a, a acquired sort of taste. Once you start doing it, it really does uh, you know take some of the work out of it for you. And, and as such, you get yourself a good reliable uh, shotgun with chokes that uh, turn in and out of it. You know, it, it doesn't swing uh, like uh, Krigoff, but it, it does it does do a job. And I've consistently been breaking like 48 out of 50 birds with." that thing using the correct chokes and uh, on both the trap and the ski ranges and when I say that I mean it's made it easy it's got a long very heavy predictable uh, trigger pull like a combat style trigger pull uh, the F-12 is a lot faster and lighter on the reset but uh, you know again both really great guns and now I guess that Ranger bullpup, you know, it, it ran really well right out of the gate. Uh, it didn't require any kind of break-in period, and, and I really liked it. Um, you know, and now I guess they've come out with a 12-gauge version of it. And, you know, I'm really liking the idea of uh, trying that thing out next. Um, you know, we've, we've had the pleasure and the great fortune to work with the people at Trigger Wholesale. Uh, and, you know, what a fantastic group. I've really enjoyed uh, every minute of it. It's been a wild ride. Uh, there's definitely been a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, you know, for the people that are listening, I, I've really enjoyed uh, this incredible journey into the world of uh, firearms. Uh, you know, I was, I was a guy that enjoyed guns uh, as much as anybody else. Uh, certainly in my years of policing, I came across uh, different types of guns, um, but uh, overall, I had never delved this deeply uh, into what the community is and, and how it all works, and it's been just this fascinating time. <clears throat> I, I can tell you that there's a, like a world of shotguns and uh, new firearms that are going to be coming into this country uh, that you guys are going to enjoy. I've really uh, had the pleasure of being exposed to a couple of them. There's... Um, there's this new little 410 uh, side by side that folds in half uh, like a, like a single shot, but it's got to be the cutest little gun I've ever seen. And uh, I picked one up. It had uh, this gold trim on it, and it was just beautiful. And I looked at the wood, and I, you know, and I felt this thing in my hands. It was it was so tiny. It was like this miniature 12 gauge shotgun and I fell in love with it instantly and I couldn't wait to fire it uh, you know it was the first thing that jumped into my head is this is going to be a blast to shoot so I'm going to be getting one of those out as well shortly you know along with a few other new items uh, we got a couple of builds in the work uh, the Tommy Gun project is coming along fantastically there's a lot more challenges to it than you know I, I had thought uh, the refinement of the design is uh, taking a little bit uh, longer than I like uh, I would have liked to have gotten it out to you sooner, but uh, we definitely have uh, enjoyed some advances, uh, met some incredible people, uh, and talented, talented uh, people have uh, made it possible to bring this project uh, to you. You know, big shout out to Tactical Woodworks uh, on the uh, 
custom, you know, wood. Uh, fantastic, uh, you know, unbelievable recreation. Uh, you know, it literally sends you to the time warp. And uh, to the good people at Novi and uh, all the other talented people that made this possible, it's, it's, there's, there's a bit of a list. Um, but ultimately, uh, we're so pleased uh, to get this to you very shortly. Uh, it, it couldn't be possible without your interest. So uh, we're very, very happy. Uh, to tell you that uh, we've got this incredible project moving along fabulously. Can't move fast enough for my taste. I like I like things that happened now, uh, yesterday, uh, but you know things move a little sl more slowly than we like, and we want it to be absolutely perfect. So uh, we ask that you be patient, uh, but it's coming, and uh, we're going to make sure that as many people can enjoy it as possible. Uh, we've been trying our best, you know, to make sure to deliver to you a quality experience. Compliments to the Canadian couple. Anyway, that's about all the time I have for tonight's show. Hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight and stay safe.